0: Are Locked on pack. I feel like we can run the table. What are we do? Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation and Packer Report. I cover the NFL around the internet, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers, like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, on Spotify and Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet, and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and and how Today's episode is brought to you by Locked On Fantasy Football. Winning your league starts with the right data. Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football league. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy to get that edge. We have Kenny Clark's trainer on the show today to talk about defensive line play. It's going to be a little bit of a, a nerdy episode Eddie McGilvra uh helps us break down Kenny Clark's game, what they've been working on, uh, the evolution of a defensive lineman, a pass rusher trying to put together a plan and and trying to provide, you know, a, a roadmap for success with technique and all that stuff. And it, it is a a really fun conversation that I think you're really going to dig. And uh I, I apologize for for trying to use words that no one uses anymore dig who says dig am I talking to all the cool cats out there (laughs) what's happening (laughs) someone help (laughs) we're gonna (laughs) come on what's going on shows off the rails already um (laughs) be uh before we we get to that conversation though I talked yesterday about um Kenny Clark about Zadarius Smith and where Green Bay has elite talent. We talked about the premium positions. And, it, you know, having that conversation on the podcast got me thinking. What team, and I think I said this yesterday, what team has a better premium position group than Green Bay? And I started going down the list. There are clear holes everywhere. And, you know, the Chiefs, they've got some nice pieces. Obviously, you have Tyreek Kill and Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. That combination is a, is a hell of a group. Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew in the back end, but Tyron Matthew is a safety, not a corner. And after Legereus Sneed, who was solid as a rookie, but didn't play a ton of games didn't play a ton of snaps they got real secondary questions and that pass rush is a big question and for tampa bay you know we we looked at pro football focus grades chris godwin yeah wasn't great last year by pff it was he was good not great mike evans good not great but the year before they were both elite with Jameis winston so You know, they are really good players. And if we're, you know, we're going to compare it to the ESPN top 10 lists, I don't think both are going to make the top 10, but maybe it's probably close. Like if you're going to make a top 14, top 12, they're probably both in there. You know, Shaq Barrett is not a top three, top five edge rusher, but he's a top 12, top 10, top eight edge rusher. Vitavea. You go down the line, Tristan Wirfs, they have the closest one and and they have better depth at some of those key positions. Better depth along the front, you know, right now with, with what Rashawn Gary and Preston Smith are. They have better depth at receiver. Now they have worse top end talent at corner, but they have fewer holes. That matters. That's a big deal. Defense is a weak link system. It is more important about your bad players than it is your good players. Other than Tampa, though, you go around the league and it's just like, no, no, not better, not better, not better. The Bills, oh, there's some nice stuff, but like Deion Dawkins is their best offensive lineman and he's not anywhere near as good as David Bakhtiari and, you know, Jerry Hughes is their best pass rusher and he's not really as good as Zedaria Smith, so you know, on the line. You know Browns. You know Miles Garrett is awesome, and Jack Conklin is pretty good, and and Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, but they're they're going to beat you with depth. You know, they bring in on Clowney. You've got two receivers instead of one. Baker Mayfield, not an elite quarterback, not in that top two, three, four, five range, but in that sort of ten to fifteen range, and that's the big question with Cleveland. Can they be good enough at the quarterback position to go along with all the other talent that they have? I added, you know, I looked at this for Packer report, all the teams with better Super Bowl odds in Green Bay. And one of the teams that didn't have better Super Bowl odds was, was one that I thought was, it was very much in the mix with this premium position conversation, the Tennessee Titans, Ryan Tannehill. Has played like a top 10, easily a top 10, but really a top five quarterback the last two seasons. A.J. Brown, definitely a top eight-ish receiver. Third in pro football focus grade last year, Julio Jones. Second, I think, the year before. Taylor Lewan in 2019, top 10 offensive tackle. Jeffrey Simmons, top 10 interior defender, although he is not that sort of elite pass rusher you look for. Very similar in uh, schematic offensively to what Green Bay is doing. But but I really, I mean, I did the research. We looked into it. I put this on Twitter and I was expecting a lot of, uh, you know, pessimistic Packer fans to be like, no, no. There are, there are like six teams with better fight. No. At the premium positions, Green Bay is... Awesome. They're awesome. It is depth at receiver. That is the question. Depth at offensive tackle. After David Bakhtiari, you've got Billy Turner, who was more than solid last year. He was pretty good. And then what? What are the other options that David Bakhtiari cannot play week one? Real questions that have to be answered. After Devontae Adams, there is a precipitous drop. After Jair Alexander, there is a precipitous drop. So they have this outstanding top-end talent. And they they do have, at other parts of the field, some really good depth. The offensive line along the interior, killer depth. Running back, tight end, safety. They've got two guys, not just one at safety. That's good depth. Premium positions, edge. I think, with Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Darius Smith, Kenny Clark, they've got a number of guys who could be bona fide, real, legit pass rushers. That's a big deal. David Bakhtari is going to be back. So offensive tackle, you feel like you've got, you've got at least good depth there because Allen Jenkins can slide out if you need him to. And so you're good. Is it worth mentioning? Quarterback. Quarterback. Are the Packers deep at quarterback? I don't know. I don't know. And and I don't think the Packers know either. I've said that many times about Jordan Love. But they also don't know what the situation is with Aaron Rodgers. He sidestepped questions over the weekend. You know, he talked about his mental health and he did a lot of things to help um take care of that. And he said it's the reason he did or did not do things this offseason. If you want to take, you know, the sort of basic reading of that, you have the, you know, the idea of, oh, I am skip training camp and all that stuff, just because I need a break. I need a mental break. It was what I needed to do. Or if you were maybe more glass half empty, you're going, yeah, well, you know, but some things I did or didn't do. Yeah. I didn't want them to rework my contract because I want to, so look, we don't have to play body language doctor on this, but. Uh, just you know, just worth just worth saying in all this. Um, hey, perfect time for a break. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sports betting needs. The NBA, we still got the NBA finals. We've got golf. We've got baseball. The Stanley Cup final had finished up last night. they have a lightning. Congratulations to them, but still plenty to gamble on. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get in on the game. Head to the website or use your mobile device and sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. online, your online
0: sportsbook experts. David Harrison here, the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast, celebrating with you a twenty-one grain salute to a less boring sandwich, thanks to Dave's killer one organic bread for a reason it tastes so stinking good dave's killer bread is made with the highest quality organic and non-gmo ingredients and is power packed with whole grains fiber and protein visit daveskillerbread.com to learn more and look for dave's killer bread in the bread aisle of your local grocery store all right let's get into our
1: interview today he is trainer to the stars. Eddie McGilvra trains Kenny Clark, trains players in LA, trains Rams, trains the Broncos, trains Chargers, guys all over the spot. Eddie, thanks for coming on the show. And, and I want to jump in here because I, I think of all of the positions uh, that, that we think about when, when the casual fan thinks about training for these things. It's sort of easy to think about, okay, this is what a receiver does. This is what a quarterback does. But I think it's harder when it comes to trench guys, offensive line, defensive line. So you train Kenny Clark among a bunch of other guys around the league. When when someone like Kenny comes in and says, I want to do offseason work, generally speaking, what, is, what does work mean? You always hear athletes say, I've been putting in the work. In this case, what does that mean?
2: it's a, that's a great question um you know like you like you said it it's very different from when a receiver or a quarterback or a defensive back uh are getting on the field and doing position training these guys you know it's so everything happens so quickly it's so in your face you know and oh, offensive linemen are getting better and better and becoming more athletic and and doing a lot more in the off season off season as well to kind of counter what D linemen are working on. Uh, so for for someone like Kenny, for example, he already knows what he wants to do. So when he gets with me in the off season, it's very technical. You know, a lot of hand placement, a lot of um, work combinations work. You know, punches high or sets low, or he's versus a center with a snap hand versus. The center where he's off the offside of the snap hand, um, and it gets pretty in depth from that point.
1: So this offseason, you know, in, in OTAs and minicamps, we've seen uh, Kenny move around a little bit from from where we were used to seeing him. You know, if, if you want to call him a nose tackle, fine, but but in this defense, it seems mm-hmm. like we're going to see him playing a little bit more. You know, some some of that three technique. Playing a little bit wider, getting some chances to go against guards one on one. How has the training changed, if at all, um, to accommodate? You know what he's going to be asked to do in this defense.
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's it's exciting, right? When he gets to gets to play a little bit more third down, nickel type packages, sub packages, and get get over the guards and rush from a wider three tech or whatever the case may be. Because we've worked a lot of just his alignment kind of off the sets of what he's going to see off the guards, working more, um, you know, pushing the pocket from a three is a lot different than what you're going to see from a one technique or a shade. You're going to get a lot more double teams. So now he can widen out a little bit and you go more speed to power. Um, Cause you know, Kenny's a, he's a big guy, very powerful, but he's got really, really good feet. His, uh, his feet are quick. Uh, he has no problem mo- moving very quickly on a change of direction laterally. So a lot of the stuff we focused on is now more of a wider stance situation, third and 14, you know, he's getting off the rock and going and what he's going to see from the guard, whether it's a slide set, you know, a jump set into him now to try to counter his power. And we just kind of work combinations off of that.
1: So when you say work combinations, my first thought is, okay, um, we're talking about pass rush plans. We're talking about, okay, right, exactly. um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm gonna, we're going to do this on this down so that I can set this up later. Explain that process.
2: Yeah. It's a, it's a mental game. Half of the, I would say like almost 80% of the game, you're really trying to set up an offensive lineman for that third, fourth quarter, big sack, you know? Um, so really, you know, first quarter, second quarter, Kenny and I work a lot of power, work a lot of uh, speed to power, and that's your combination early. And then you go throw that change up and, you know, hit him with a little, like, hesitation club, um, get him off balance thinking, hey, I'm going power now, work him with a little power pop, which is where, you know, you show bull rush guard or centers thinking, hey, he's coming now into me. And then you kind of just, you know, kind of swipe him right off of you and use his leverage against him.
1: So, when when a defensive lineman is is going into these games, situationally, it can dictate where you're aligned, who you're facing, um, what what the plan is, what the situation is. So, how how hard is it for you to try and put together these packages, not knowing, hey, you know, a game circumstance. Every game is going to be so different and, and you're trying to you're trying to plan for all of that stuff. I mean, you're trying to plan for a second and, and four just as much as you're trying to plan for third and 12.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it's uh you know, you got to obviously get ready for any type of situation because the, the ball can be thrown whenever ran, whatever. You know, a lot more play action RPO stuff is happening now. So a big part of something that Kenny and I go through uh, a lot of interior guys I work with um, as well on this is more of like seeing run first or uh, the guards will jump set you, you know, kind of give you a run type of action off of the set. And as a defense alignment, especially, especially interior guy, you know, your thought process is run. Oh, if it's run first, I gotta, I gotta play my gap or I gotta fit to my hole, whatever, whatever it is. And, you know, then you'll feel pass immediately you know, off of that set. And a lot of the times, you know, you're you're kind of just engaged and you're you're not really thinking past because you were playing run first. And so something we've really focused on is just getting that muscle memory of feeling run and then seeing pass and how your body can, you know, function off of that, being able to get off the ball block as fast as possible and affect the pass rush Um affect the quarterback's passing lane
1: so one of the things that that gets talked about fundamentally with um, not just interior defenders edge defenders linebackers even when it comes to stacking and shedding blockers it is eye position hand position that is something that presumably you can drill but how much can you drill okay i've i've stacked the blocker now I need to have eyes to the ball carrier, find him, and make a decision. Are there things that you can do to sort of ingrain not just the physical parts, but but pair it with the mental side?
2: I think the majority of that does come from film study um, and just having basic uh, like instincts to be able to get off a block and see ball, hit ball. You know, I mean, you can work a lot in the offseason, but... There's really nothing to replicate that game speed, you know, and a, a lot of guys will tell you that it's just so fast. It happens right. so quickly that, you know, repping, getting as many reps in the off season, obviously it's very important. Um, and that will help you react faster if you're able to do that in, in, in the off season in practice and get to the games. But I would say it just overall in my experience with it, I think the the best thing that can help you with that is film study.
1: Sure. One of the, one of the drills, that we've seen on social media, Aaron Donald went viral for this, the knives drill. (laughs) What is, what is that about? What is it actually working on? And you know, it it seems like it's just a, a thing that makes a nice social media post, but there is actually something going on there that, that could be used. Right.
2: Yeah. I think, uh, like you said, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, hand speed, hand placement, um, being able to react with your hands is very important in, in the trenches. It's usually like the man that gets his hands on first usually has the advantage, you know? So I think maybe seeing a, a sharp object coming at your gut or your chest, chest will help your, uh, your instincts kind of pop out a little quicker to say uh, the least. But, um, you know, I, I mean, f- for us, we don't do too much of the, uh, the hand type of speed like that. For us, it's more like, once he gets his placement where he, where he works off of that, if that makes sense.
1: For sure. So, um, Kenny had a video, I can't remember if it was last year or the year before where he is pulling, uh, was it a bus? I don't remember what that was. Are, are are you involved? Are you involved in that (laughs) stuff? Like what is is that stuff that you guys are doing? Is that just something that he's like messing around with? What's the deal?
2: I think it might just be something to show off, man. Because Kenny's a beast. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a killer, man. The guy's um, and you know he's so young. Yeah, he's still he's still really just getting started. He, you know, he when he, we when we get together, he it really it's kind of a shock to think like, man, you really are just getting getting going because you would think you've been doing this your whole life. Yeah, yeah, twenty five. The Packers are lucky, lucky to get him young. You know, he's gonna um, he's gonna do some great things
1: what was your impression of him when you first started working with him
2: this is the do the the twitch the suddenness from snap to in your face for 300 plus it's just it's elite you know you can see why they paid him what they paid him um it's 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 almost impossible to deal with for four quarters uh, if, if he's staying healthy he's a top three top five defensive tackle in the league every time he's on the field it's just so, he's so quick twitched. Um, the second the ball's moved, he's in your chest. And that's a problem, you know, because guards and centers want to have that hand placement, and he already got it. So they're in trouble from the beginning.
1: We don't get to see, uh, you know, fans don't get to see it. We in the media don't really get to see it that much. Um, because the interior defenders, unless you're Aaron Donald, unless you're Chris Jones, you don't get the you don't get the press clippings, you don't get the the post game interviews. So we don't get to see a lot of Kenny Clark's personality. Tell me about that side of Kenny.
2: Uh, Kenny's a funny guy, man. He's a uh, he's just a kid. I think you know playing a, a kid's game still and having a lot of fun doing it. Uh, he you know he pulls up. It's funny. We were I had a group of my pros out at the field not too long ago and uh you know Kenny pulls up in his new his new car purchase and you know rolls up in it and the players are laughing, you know, screaming at him like, hey, you can't hide money. You know, and he's smiling and laughing back with them and <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's just having fun with it. He treats it he's very professional. Um but you know he, he uh he uh knows what he's in for every day. It's a grind. He works his butt off. Um, but he has fun with it and you know, he just had a kid, he just had a little girl. So, um, you know, that, uh, from what I've heard changes your mentality a lot going into work, that everyday grind, you know, he's got people to provide for now and he wants to, he wants to make a little girl proud.
1: Yeah. Someone who, uh, had a, had a kid during the pandemic, I can tell you that that is a very real thing. It changes your perspective on a lot of different things and you know, we hear athletes talk about that all the time. I had, you know, I had, a, I had a baby and, you know, my, my priorities are different or I'm, I see, I see yeah. the, the world differently. I see the game differently. It matters in a different way to me. So if you're going to put together, you know, a plan for, for Kenny over the next, you know, let's just say he's still, only, like I said, 25 turns 26 in October. He is still yeah. just sort of entering his physical prime. What are the things that that you would love to see him and that, and that you guys are working to add to his game that helps him maximize? I mean, you said top three, top five defensive tackle in the league. He was certainly that in 2019. You know, unfortunately was not as healthy in 2020. We didn't get to see that side of him. But, but what do you think and what are you guys working on still adding to his game to help him reach that level?
2: Well, I think you hit it on the head there by, you know, him not being healthy last year. Obviously, health is, is wealth in any any situation, but especially in the NFL, you know, not for long. And uh, as long as he can stay healthy, he's going to be able to improve more and more in the offseason and have more time to do that. And I think this year coming off the, um, you know, kind of a little bit of a couple injuries last season didn't didn't get to play 100 the full year. He definitely came into the offseason 100 and he's had the best offseason I've had with him. Uh, What we've worked on is, like I've said, a lot of power, a lot of moves off of tower, off of that dangerous bull rush that he has. We've worked on getting off of the bull rush and just being uh, more productive movement-wise. You know, I think he's moving better than he's ever moved before. I think that's going to help him stay healthier longer as well.
1: Last thing here as we we wrap this up, um, you know, we, we heard the reports from from OTAs that that some of these guys were, were slimmed down a little bit. The coaches let us know. Okay, you know, Tr- Preston Smith slimmed down. Coach Barry said, you know, he told everyone get to the best combination of fastest, strongest, biggest. You know that that sort of whatever whatever Venn diagram you can put together for that. Um, Did you notice anything when when you got to to start doing your work or or maybe it was something that you noticed over the course of the work that that changed with Kenny, that that he got a little quicker? Because it seems like he slimmed down a little bit.
2: Yeah, I think he did. Uh, You can definitely tell in his movement, Um, even that get-off. He's he's always had a pretty elite get-off for a bigger body. Um, But you can just tell he's moving uh, way smoother. Uh, He just feels more fluid. Um, You know, no hiccups. Uh, he just, I think mentally, you know, that confidence, that's a really dangerous tool to have as a D tackle. And I think now that he's, you know, slimmed down a little bit, he's feeling healthy, he's feeling faster, more fresh. I think uh, that all that confidence builds up in your head and he's going to be able to produce. You're going to, you're going to see a lot of it. Also shout out coach Barry, um, just cause you know, he was a Rams guy out here and I'm LA based and I actually worked with his son someone's out here in high school. So I just wanted to give JB a little shout out.
1: Oh, well, now that you did that, tell me a little bit about what you know about, about coach Barry, if anything,
2: <laughs> coach Barry, you guys are lucky to steal him from the LA, uh, coaching staff, man, all the players I work with on the Rams, nothing but good things to say about JB. Um, I know him, his family, just cause he's a, he's local in the area I live in. So I know the wife and the kids and I, trained his uh his younger actually i think his oldest son nick so um i think he's out there in green bay now at high school so shout out to him too i hope he had a good year
1: hey this is awesome man i appreciate you taking the time
2: of course anytime
1: thanks to eddie for joining the show awesome to have him love the insight there today's episode is brought to you by rock auto with the ever-increasing number of makes and models it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need so why deal with it rockauto.com can give you everything you need in your pocket or at your own home your laptop your mobile device your ipad whatever it is Go on to Rock Auto and they will get you set up. Why spend up to 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? That's what can happen. This is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And best of all, the prices are reliably low for every customer. Right now, go to rockauto.com and write Locked On in there, how did you hear about us box? so they know we sent you. Today's episode is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They've got nine delicious base flavors. Coconut almond is my go-to, but I also love peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. That salted caramel is so much better than any caramel you will find in any other protein bar built bar made it all work it's unbelievable what they're able to do these things taste incredible and they're all covered in 100% chocolate and yet they are low sugar low cal, high protein high fiber go to builtbar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 you get 15% off your first order that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com all right, we're going to be back tomorrow. Let's do this thing. Let's keep doing this thing. Awesome to be with you. We're getting close to training camp. I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers is going to be back. Put some money on it now. Go to bed online. Find whatever props you can. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. That's all I'm telling you. That's all I know. I don't really know it. That's what I think.